This morning, can you lift your voice today? Come on, lift your hands today. Come on, worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Oh, worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the believe that this morning is he worthy has he done anything for you if you are blessed if God has been good to you can you just give him some glory right now can you give him a hand clap can you give him a praise can you give him a glorious I love you Jesus hallelujah 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 thank you Jesus thank you Jesus let everybody say amen. And let everybody shout amen. How many of you are glad to be in the presence of the Lord today? Amen, amen, amen. Happy Easter 2022. There are wars and rumors of wars. There are pestilence and starvation. There are so many things, but his name is still worthy to be praised. You know why his name is still worthy to be praised? Because he's still on the throne and he still knows my name and he knows the hair on my head. He knows all about me and he is here today to set somebody free, to remind you that his name is worthy, but it's worthy for a reason because he purchased our salvation on Calvary. How many are thankful for that today? Amen. Ah, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap like he deserves a hand clap today. He deserves all of our praise, honor, and glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. Thank you for standing. Thank you for being here at Pineview Church. Those of you that are joining us online, we want to wish you a happy Easter as well. We're thankful that you have joined us both in person and online. We love each and every one of you. We want to serve you. We pray today will be the beginning of your new start in Christ, that you will see things differently. Although they may be the same, you will see them differently. Did you hear what I just said? Although the world may be the same when we walk out of here, you will see them differently. You will see that God is in control and he still loves me and God is going to be a way maker. Someone shout amen. God is so good and his mercy endures forever. Friday night we celebrated Good Friday and we received communion and we celebrated the fact that Christ died for our sins. We had a beautiful time together. There were those that gathered in prayer, those that were healed, and those that were set free, those that made fresh commitments to the Lord. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about the resurrection. 
I'm sure that if you've flipped through Facebook or you've been online or watched TV, you've seen all kinds of advertisements and you've seen all kinds of things about Resurrection Sunday, about Easter. And we should celebrate this great day. And it is a great day to know that God is still on the throne. The reason I keep going back to that is because I feel like there's a lot of people trying to take him off the throne when he deserves to be on the throne. And by the way, he's on the throne whether we want him to be on the throne. He's still God. He's still able to do what he said he would do. I'm thankful today that God is still a healer, that he still delivers, that he still sets people free from their sins. Today I want to take you to the word of the Lord and we will start today in a familiar passage of scripture just as a reminder of this day. The Bible says in Matthew 28 and 5, it's pretty uh, clear the day we're celebrating here, but the angels answered. They had come, the disciples and the, uh, the, the, had come to the garden, they had come to the grave where Jesus had been laid and there were two angels there and they were there to uh, tell of the good news of what was happening and they, you may seek him here but he's not here. The Bible says and the angels answered and said to the woman, do not be afraid for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. I want to ask you something. Does your angel know that you're seeking Jesus? Oh, come on now, somebody. I believe that the Lord wants to help you understand that if you seek him, he will be what? Found. The Bible says in verse 6 that the angel said, he's not here. For he, someone shouted with me, is risen. And he said, come and see the place where the Lord lay. In other words, I want to show you the proof that he's not here. All you're going to find today is a folded napkin in an empty tomb. Jesus is alive and well. And his name is to be praised. Someone shout hallelujah. It's in this moment today that we are celebrating this event, this life-changing, this world-altering event of Jesus coming. The gospel is his death, his burial, and his resurrection. We here today celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ on that third day. Today is Easter, and I want us to continue to celebrate this day, but I want you to also hear what the Lord would say to us in this hour. That not only is he risen, but the reason he died and rose again was so that we, someone shout I, can live an overcoming life. That I too can raise from my sin. That I can be raised in the waters of baptism from my sin and shame. That I can be raised in my life. That I don't have to live below what God has purchased for me. That I don't have to live in places that God did not design for me. God came for a purpose. And that was to seek and to save them that are lost. He also came to heal and set free those that are bound. He came that we might have life and life more abundantly. Today I want to take you to the book of Luke. I want you to go with me, if you will, for an encounter that Jesus had with a man that you will soon find out. It's here that we will see in Luke chapter 5 and verse 18 that we will learn how we too can rise up. The Bible says in verse 18, Then behold, men brought on a bed a man. 
Someone shout, I'm glad I have my church family. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because there was some men, multitude, uh, that were bringing a man. A man that was paralyzed and could not walk. Can I tell you something? We need to be very keen and sensitive on those that need to be carried to the altar of God. That those that cannot walk for themselves, that those that cannot find that place, that we would bear them up and bear their burdens together. Can someone say amen? We find that, behold, the men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed. Someone say paralyzed. 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 That word can mean so many things. That word uh, here means that he had a medical condition that did not allow him to move. I want you to think about paralyzation. I want you to think about the state that he found himself in. I want you to think about the last couple years of your life and those places that you felt like you were paralyzed, like you were frozen in time, like you weren't sure of anything. You weren't sure of tomorrow. You weren't sure of where you were headed, what you should do, what job to take or not take, what your finances would be, what your health would be. I could go down the list of places where there was a paralyzation that came to our lives. Uh, but I want to tell you that he says here that these men, they came together uh, and they saw them paralyzed. Uh, you know why we have ladies prayer? You know why we have men's prayer? You know why we have corporate prayer because it's those moments that we can come together and in our brokenness uh, we can say to our brothers and sisters I need you to carry me today uh, because I uh, feel paralyzed in myself uh, I feel as though I'm not sure it's foggy in my mind uh, it's uncertain in my life uh, God is here to tell somebody uh, that he wants to make you certain about who he is uh, and what God can do for you we find that he was paralyzed. And the Bible says, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. They were trying to bring a man that could not walk. He was paralyzed. Could not move. He was paralyzed. And like this man, we can be paralyzed by sin and circumstances. Feeling unable to move. Feeling that frozenness of uncertainty. The Bible says in verse 19 that when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop oh, <laughs> and led him down with his bed through the tile unto the midst before Jesus. I want you to picture this. A man that was paralyzed had a bunch of men that said we don't care that you're paralyzed we're going to get you to a place where there's help and hope and that's at the feet of Jesus and when they tried to get into the room they could not get in they pushed their way they tried the crowd was too great but those men did not give up in that moment they said there has to be a resurrection here in the life of my brother that I've got to see over so what the Bible says they went to the housetop and they started pulling off roof tiles. They started breaking open the roof and they lowered him down in the midst where Jesus was. I'm going to just tell you right now that who you hang out with and who you listen to will dictate whether you get your miracle or not. You need some people in your life that says, I don't care what you think or say. I'm going to drag you before Jesus. I'm going to bring you to the cross. 
I'm going to bring you to a place where I know you'll find salvation, where I know you'll find healing. I want to get you in the presence of Jesus. I need somebody in the room to help me right now because God is wanting to move on the life of somebody. There are people here this morning that feel paralyzed, but if I can get some saint of God to understand that it's up to us to rip off the roof. It's up to us to get them before Jesus. It's up to us to move them to a place where God can minister to them. Someone shout amen. Ah, how the Holy Ghost is in this place. God is trying to tell us and listen, I will say this, that that you put in, you put the old adage, garbage in, garbage comes out. Let me tell you something, if you bring negativity into your life, people that say you can't, won't, and will not, uh, there is a place where you have to say, uh, I love you, but I'm going to get my miracle. Uh, and I'm going to get my miracle by being around people that believe in miracles. Uh, I have plenty of people telling me I can't do it. Uh, I want to find somebody that says God can do anything. Uh, that God can make a way where there seemeth no way. I want to get with a bunch of people that say, I can, I will, I shall overcome. I'm going to tune out the world for a minute and I'm going to tune into what God's trying to say to me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. But do we believe that enough to say I refuse to give up when I come and I ask one thing and I don't receive everything I want the first time. No, there has to be a determination inside of you uh, that says if I have to get somebody to help me rip the roof off, uh, I'm going to find Jesus. Someone shout amen. The Bible says in verse 20 that when he saw, when Jesus saw their faith, everybody say their faith. It doesn't say the man's faith. The man is paralyzed. I want you to look at this. It took the faith of his brothers in order to receive what God had. It's up to us uh, to have the faith sometimes for people that don't even understand what faith will do for them. Uh, it's up to us uh, to have our prayer life up and our fasting in uh, and understand that God has called us to not just to be pew sitters, uh, but to be what God has called us to be, to be that warrior of faith that says, I believe they can receive their healing. I believe that family can be healed. I believe that that situation can be mended by the blood in the name of Jesus Christ. We find that it's here you're going to find their faith working. And the Bible says, Jesus turned and he said unto him, the man now, now he's focused on the man. <laughs> now he's focused just on the man <laughs> and the scribes uh, and he says man you're it's interesting he knew his name but he decided to call him man man mm, he's speaking not just to him but to every man every woman every child uh, that's on the world planet he's trying to tell you, your sins are forgiven you oh someone shout hallelujah he was paralyzed. Listen, he was paralyzed and Jesus was trying to get him saved. Ah, you need to hear what the pastor is trying to preach to somebody. Too many times in our life we're asking for the wrong thing. We need to be asking for God to help us to be saved. And in the process of salvation, he'll heal our bodies and set us free. <laughs> 
And the scribes, the Bible says, and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sin but God alone? Oh, well, you're meeting him right now. And the Bible says in verse 22, But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said unto them, Why are you reasoning in your heart? And in verse 23 he says, Oh, this is good. Which is easier to say? I got a question for you today. Which is easier to say, uh, you are forgiven uh, of your sins or rise up and walk? I I want to ask you the question, uh, what's easier for God to do in your life? For him to forgive you of your sins uh, or say to you, uh, rise up and walk? Uh, The Bible says, he says, which is easier? I I feel like today that we are quick to uh, uh, to accept our salvation. We are quick to believe, and I'm thankful for that, uh, that God saves us, He loves us, and He died for us on Calvary. Uh, but He didn't just purchase your salvation on Calvary. Uh, he purchased your healing. Uh, he purchased your deliverance. Uh, he purchased God setting you right and free from all sin. Someone needs to give the Lord a hand clap of praise for that, I believe, today. Which is easier? I would ask you, is there anything too hard for God? I said, is there anything too hard for God? Nothing is too hard for our God. What do we find here? The Bible says that it is here that we're learning It doesn't matter what you need. The most important thing is your soul. And when you are allowing God to mend your soul, he'll mend your body. There is a place here in verse 24 that we learn. But but listen, but that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. He said unto the man who was paralyzed, when Jesus forgave him, he healed him. I said, when Jesus forgave him, he healed him. I'm going to read this one more time. I'm going to see if you catch it. I'm going to have Brandon come, uh, uh, Braylon come up and and help me here in a second. Here, come on, buddy. Come on, come on. I I love this young man. If you ever want to see a worshiping young man, I I want, I want, yeah. Braylon's walking right now, but he's, he's fixing to be the paralyzed man. He's going to lay right here on this altar. Look at, yeah, that's right. He's paralyzed now in Jesus name. We're going to let this be a little visual for you. I want you to see this in your life. I want you to see how the enemy of your soul has paralyzed you. I want you to recognize that the things of this world will pass away, but his word will never pass away. That there is a space and time that God is trying to get this. Listen, I want you to read the scripture. I want you to go back one verse. I want you to go back one verse. And and which is easier to say, uh, your sins are forgiven you? Which, you're paralyzed. You're you're undone. You have no hope. You're out uh, of of, of options here. And God is trying to come to you. uh, And he's trying to give you healing. But he wants to do it through the forgiveness of your sins. Uh, But you're refusing. Using to repent uh, so he cannot heal you like he needs to heal you because uh, he doesn't want to just touch your body uh, he wants to touch your body mind and soul I I want you to notice the next verse, what it says. This is important right here. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said unto the man who, can you read that small little three-letter word for me, was 
paralyzed. Uh, if you know anything about the English language, you're going to understand uh, that Jesus, uh, when he said, thy sins are forgiven him, uh, had already healed uh, the paralyzed man. Uh, because the scripture says uh, that he was paralyzed. Uh, he's not paralyzed. Uh, he was paralyzed. Uh, he's laying there. Uh, but there's a process that God's trying to put him through. Uh, because the next stanza says uh, that he was paralyzed. I say to you, uh, arise. Uh, too many of us in our lives, uh, we are healed, uh, but we refuse to get up from our paralyzed place. Oh, I'm going to preach right now. Uh, we like uh, where we're at. Uh, we've got comfortable in our stuff. Uh, and God is saying today, uh, you were paralyzed. Uh, and I need you to rise up today uh, and move from your place. Uh, quit walking around hanging your head like you're still uh, un. Uh, untouched uh, and I, I just can imagine Braylon uh, that, that, that you know what he, something's going to happen here because he, he, he started moving <laughs> there was something inside him the Bible said he was he's already healed uh, his brain doesn't know it yet uh, because he's waiting for a command from the Lord and he says what he says I say unto you I say unto you uh, I, look now no, his hands are starting to move here uh, uh, you, you got to move more than your hands because you got to start walking son uh, you got to move more than just a little bit uh, you've got to have faith to believe uh, and something happened that he rose up uh, and the Bible says uh, that he went to his house uh, there's got to be a place in your life uh, where you decide uh, God has healed my body uh, I don't care what the doctor says or what I feel uh, I declare by faith uh, that if he can raise from the dead uh, that he can raise my body uh, that he can heal my body uh, that he can set me free that he can bring new life to my soul. Uh, that he can bring something greater than what man can offer. Uh, today, uh, I sense in the Holy Spirit uh, that there are those that are under the sound of my voice. Uh, God has been pricking your heart. Uh, God has been wooing you with his Holy Spirit. Uh, he's trying to remind you uh, that he's coming uh, again. Uh, there are wars and rumors of wars. Uh, but you say, Pastor, uh, I've been hearing that all my life. Uh, but you've never heard it like you're hearing it today uh, I'm here to preach to somebody uh, that God uh, has healed you uh, he's delivering you out of your situation uh, he's delivering you out of your fear uh, he's delivering out of all the things that you are processing that has gone on in the last couple of years uh, but you've got to decide I'm going to obey the voice of God and I'm going to get up from where I'm at I'm going to rise up to see what God will do give the Lord a hand clap of thanksgiving for that word mm. he said I say unto you arise you are already healed did you hear what he said in verse 24 I say to you arise you are what already healed you were paralyzed you're not paralyzed right now you were uh, all discombobulated you were in a place where you did not know uh, but God is calling your name this morning uh, he's trying to get you to recognize uh, that you are already healed uh, you are already set free uh, sister Teresa Tackett uh, I'm here to tell you uh, a couple weeks ago the Lord spoke to me while I was 
preaching about uh, she's had so many health issues and we've been praying for her and, and standing beside her and hoping and praying and doing all that we could uh, but the Lord spoke to me and said I want you to go to her and tell her uh, to speak only positive things uh, to let her tongue be the life giver of her body uh, and so sister Teresa began uh, to put and post uh, I believe that God is going to heal me in Jesus name uh, I believe that his blood covers me uh, she began to post uh, not things of how she felt because uh, she, uh, she still felt sick, uh, but she began to declare what God will do. Uh, last night or Friday night, she said, Pastor, when I was coming, my hands were nearly closed. Uh, she says, as I begin to pray, God has began to allow my hands uh, to be more flexible uh, because why? One of her posts was, I declare victory and healing in my hands uh, and my hands will work and function again the word of God says that you were already healed that your paralyzation was in the past the course is set but will you rise to the occasion will you obey God's word will you hear the voice of the Lord instead of staying in pleasure and comfort will you arise to newness of life will you arise to healing in his wings. Will you arise to the place that God has for you? The Bible says, he said, I want you to, <laughs> you're already healed. <laughs> I said, you're already healed. <laughs> I'm gonna say it a third time. You're already healed. I'm declaring, you're already healed. I said, you're already healed. Jesus said, I didn't say, you're already healed. Uh, why? Because with his stripes, uh, you are healed. Uh, there's no other name given under men whereby we must be saved. Uh, there's healing bombs uh, that God brings to us. You're already healed, but you have to arise. You have to rise up. You have to do your part in taking back what the enemy has stolen from you. Someone shout amen. He said, take up your bed and go to your house. The Bible says in verse 25, immediately he what? Rose up. Someone say immediately. Immediately he rose up. He was keen enough, understanding enough that he did not try to say, well, I wonder if I really am healed. I wonder if God really loves, does, does his, was all this necessary? Man, you guys ruined a roof. You, you, you almost dropped me several times. I, I, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, no, that was not his response. Uh, there was something greater. Uh, he had been paralyzed. I want to emphasize this. He could not move. Uh, he had been paralyzed. Uh, and when you get unparalyzed, uh, there's something that makes you want to move. Uh, there is a place in your life uh, where in your, in your desire for wholeness, you've got to obey God's word. He said immediately that he rose up before them and took up what he had been laying on. He took up what he had been laying on. Listen, you don't leave relics of what was laying around in your life so that you can go back to it. He didn't go back to laying down on the mat. No, he took it up. Uh, he said, I got to get rid of this because I'm not going to allow my past comforts or my past. You say comforts, Pastor? Yes, we get very comfortable in our situations now, don't we? We get very comfortable in the places of our distress. Uh, we get so comfortable that we decide we don't want to leave them because we enjoy the attention it brings to us or we enjoy the things that 
allows us to have. I'm here to preach and teach and talk to somebody today that God is calling you beyond uh, the things of this world. Uh, he's wanting you to rise up to the place God has for you. We can see this. Immediately he rose up before them. And he took up what he'd been laying on and departed to his own house glorifying God. The Bible says that they were all amazed. Everybody say everybody was amazed. <laughs> yeah, they would be. And they glorified God and were filled with fear. Saying, not fear like I'm afraid of this, but fear is I'm in awe of this. They were fear, filled with awe and wonder. And the Bible says that they said, we have seen strange things today. I want to ask you something. When's the last time you've seen some strange things? I'm not talking about your trip to downtown. I'm not talking about your trip to a, a local mall. I'm, not talk I'm talking about in your prayer life. Uh, when's the last time uh, that your prayer has been so desperate uh, that when God did it, you glorified him endlessly and you rose up from where you were uh, and you quit being paralyzed? God is trying to say to somebody today, raise up from where you're at. I've already healed you. I've already set you free, uh, but you have to do your part now. You have to stand up. You have to rise up. You have to get rid of the thing that you were laying in. You have to get rid of the things that so easily beset you. The sin, the things and weights that come in your life that don't allow you to serve God at your best. Listen, I don't know about you, but what he purchased on Calvary is so important in my life because he purchased for me a salvation that I could not buy myself. He purchased for me a grace that covers me in my daily walk. He purchased for me the deliverance from sin that I could not wash from. He purchased for me the salvation that is available to every single one of us. Today is the day of salvation rise up from where you're at rise up from your situation we have been inundated with fear and fearful things in the last several years but God is talking to us and saying I've already healed you I've already put your marriage back together I've already touched your children I've already touched your finances I've already moved in your situation on your job I want you to start confessing and saying saying uh, God is able uh, God can do uh, God is a way maker uh, I'm going to work today uh, and I know that I have somebody that is against me uh, but there are more with me than there are with them uh, because greater is he that's within me uh, than he that's at the job uh, or at the bank uh, or at the, oh I feel the Holy Ghost uh, somebody needs to realize uh, in this room uh, that it's time to start seeing some strange things it's time to leave here from church and saying did you hear that did you see that oh my goodness uh, this week we celebrated uh, with Henry Jr. Uh, that he has been given uh, a cancer free diagnosis uh, by the blood uh, and the name of Jesus uh, Mother Brown 
They can clap, but they don't understand where Henry was at, do they? Uh, they don't understand the stage four that he was in. They don't understand uh, the thing that was deteriorating his bone. No, we know where he was at. You know better than most. Uh, and therefore, uh, you can worship a little greater uh, because knowledge gives you an understanding. Uh, you don't know where I've come from, uh, but I know where I come from. Uh, and that's why I praise him for his mercy. Uh, that's why I lift him up for his grace because I know me I don't deserve it but he still extends it to me he still loves me he still cherishes me he still calls me his own because why uh, because one day I decided when he said I know you're paralyzed your sins shall be forgiven there was a place in my life where I decided to move upon his word, obey his commands to a newness of life. Arise from where you're at. Arise to the thing that God wants in your life. It's time we start seeing some strange things. It's time that we start seeing some strange things. They said they saw strange things today. I want us to start seeing, Pastor, what, I mean, it's time for us to see uh, lives put back together that we never dreamt could be put back together. You have no hope today. There are people in this room that are serving God, uh, that they have been in jail, they've been out of jail, they've been in drugs, they've been out of drugs, they've been in alcohol, they've been out of harm, and God uh, has raised them up. Uh, they were healed by the blood and the name of Jesus. Why? Uh, because they decided I'm sick of where I'm at. I got to get rid of the map that I'm laying on. And I have got to obey the word of God and say, I'm not going to lay here and pity me. I'm not going to lay here and wallow and love the attention everybody wants to give me. No, I'm too good for that. I'm going to raise up. I'm going to raise up. I'm going to get up. I'm going to arise. And I'm going to say, I'm going to give God some glory. I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm going home home. I'm going to go home and have a party. I'm going to go home and dance and glorify God. If you've really been delivered, you don't need anybody to party with. It's you and Jesus. Someone shout amen. It's time. It's time. Now is the time that God is calling you. You're already here today. He's already healed you by his promises in Isaiah and in the New Testament. He's already given you the ability to say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. And he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. He's already purchased for you. All you've got to do is obey. All you need to do is obey God. Well, Pastor, I want to obey. Well, I'm so excited about that. You first need to believe that he really is the son of God and that he came to die for you and your sins and he is God. You need to believe that you need to repent and say, Lord, I'm sorry. You don't have to go through all the throes of every single sin. We don't have a millennia to stay here. We don't have time. Why? Because God knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. All you've got to do is say, Lord, 
Lord, forgive me of my sins and wash me purely of your blood. We have a baptismal tank today. It's warm like a hot tub, but it'll wash away your sins. Not because it's our water, it's Detroit River water, but because we pronounce the name of Jesus over you when we baptize. It's in the name that's above every name. It's in the name of Jesus. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You're going to receive that promise of the Father. You're going to receive what He has given you. It's not something that is aloof or afar off that you have to earn. It's a free gift that God wants to give to you today. Today is the day of salvation. It's time that we speak the promise of God into your own life. That we say, I am healed. I am set free in Jesus' name. Stand with me today if you will. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. In Ephesians 5 and 14, as I close, Paul is writing to the church in Ephesians, and he says, to the Ephesians, rather, and he says, therefore, he says, awake you who sleep. Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you life. Awake you who sleep. I'm asking that you would wake up this morning. Wake up to the reality that you're paralyzed. Wake up to the reality that Christ has already spoke over your life, that he'll remove that paralysis from your life. If you'll obey him, rise up and walk. I don't know who you are today. This is Easter. I'm very aware. Many of you have dinners. My wife has dinner already. Brother Stefan has dinner going. But I'm going to take just a minute here because Easter really is about Jesus and not about dinner. Can I say something? Amen. Well, that wasn't very many amens. I'm thinking most people are here for dinner then. You know what I'm saying? But listen, very close as I close. If you're here today and you need Jesus, if you're here today and you need prayer for your body, your sickness, if you're here today and you need prayer for a situation in your life that you have come to the end and you don't know what else to do, you're in the right place because Jesus Christ wants to walk beside you. Just like he can heal Brother Henry Brown, he can heal you. Just like he can set people free, you can start doing what his commands are. You can be set free in your family life, in your job life, in your finances, in all these things that are so concerning, in your health. God wants to bring you to a place where you know he is God. Can you lift your hands this morning if you feel that way? Come on, sing it. You're my healer. I believe you are all I need. I believe. I believe you're my portion. And I believe. Jesus, you're all I believe, I believe, you're my healer, I believe, I 
So today, I'm going to close with a prayer. I and Pastor Safan will be here. My prayer elders, they're going to come with me. I'll be wearing a mask so that it's safe as possible as I pray with you. Today is the day of salvation. Today is a day of healing for your life. This Easter, I pray that you have got in your car, got dressed, came to God's house. I pray that it was worth the drive because I'm going to tell you something. Jesus is in the house and you're the only one that can make it now worth the drive. Make a choice. I will get up. I will overcome. I will see what God will do in my life. I'll be right here. Pastor Stefan, our other prayer elders, if you need prayer today, I don't want to close this service without there being a time of prayer. If you need to go, God bless you. We love you so much. We pray that we see you soon. Most importantly, we pray that you never forget the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ in your life. He's here to help you. He loves you. He values you. And he wants you to be a part of what God is doing. So let's pray together a closing prayer. And if you'd like to pray, you're welcome to come. Heavenly Father, right now we pray as we have celebrated your resurrection from the dead that we too can rise to newness of life. Father, I ask that you prick every heart. Those online, those in the room, Father, I pray that you allow their hearts to know how much you love them, Father. Let them know how much you forgive them and how much you want forgiveness for them. Help them to know that, Lord, you are one breath away from coming to their rescue. Let them obey your word. Let them obey what you are asking of them. Your healing power has already been sent to them. Let them walk again. Let them stand up. Let them do what you have called them to do. We love you today, Jesus. We pray a blessing on every home. We pray a blessing on every child and every woman and every man, Lord. We pray a blessing upon the households of faith. And Lord, we ask today that you go with us as we leave this place to go and be witnesses in your name, Lord, and to love you with all of our hearts, minds, soul, and strength. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we give you praise today. If you need prayer today, come. Come from wherever you might need it. Come on. Don't be afraid. Come on, take a step of faith today. If you need healing in your body, I'm going to be right here to pray with you. If you need healing in your spirit, come on. God wants to help you today. Come on. That's it. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, that's it.
sem eu.